Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Kevin Park, featherweight prospect coming out of Korea. He'll be fighting on November 24th at Arzalet 4 in Seoul for the interim featherweight title versus Bruno Horvoso. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, what's up? Now, not many people know about you, so I wanted to ask you, when did you start your martial arts? Well, martial arts started in 2004. I started with just um, club street fighting. Actually, it was like kind of legal, but yeah, it's just like the challenge. So that was my first. You were part of Team Tackle for a while back in the day, right? Could you talk about that time? Yeah, I joined the Team Tackle around uh, at the end of 07. Mm-hmm. But the Team Tackle is basically about heavyweight fighters. So at that time, I was like, basically just like this. I was like pretty bantamweight and featherweight-ish, around like 135 pounds usually. So I had to eat a lot and gain. Yeah, yeah this, that was some experience how was it training with just all like light heavyweights and heavyweights all the time yeah usually my sparring partner is like uh 130 kilogram ish so it's like just heavy you know it's just yeah they're just always whooping my ass but still i was pretty young i was still in high school so it was good experience it's a lot of learning What kind of benefits did you have, you know, at such a young age to be training with a guy that is 130 kilograms? Benefits. Um, Yeah, I take this MMA thing as a more like a combat, you know, war, not a sport. So I was just like, hmm, let's say mentally helped a lot Mm -hmm. to make me stronger inside and then outside yeah it was just you know anything is not working for them because you know i'm i'm too light yeah sometimes i use better technique and of of course i'm faster than them Uh, when we spar i hit them more but still you know the damage wise it's just it's pretty different so that's why i started to gain i was around like almost 200 pounds Oh, at that time. Um, yes, but as you know, I'm like five feet four inch tall, so <laughs> it's like, yeah. When I like to try to like run, like three minutes jogging was already hurting my calf. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I got I got a lot of power, but this is not my thing. So I cut my weight again and just joined another team. Now, that was many years ago. Where do you train out of now, and what team do you represent? Uh, 
So I'm coaching the, the striking gym called CK gym. Mm -hmm. And now we have like CK gym and Taihong gym and team Poma. It's like, we call it team TCP. So basically, yeah, it's like hard to tell because I'm like, I took a long break and I just, just joined this gym again last year. So should I call it a team? I'm, I'm a little bit confused, but it is definitely a kickboxing gym, but it's hard to tell. It's not, I don't think it's like, it's the, the atmosphere is pretty different from like my old team, such as team tackle or like Korean top team and stuff. Why did you decide to come back after taking such a long break? Yes. Um, I was a R&B hip hop singer. So I was keep singing, just performing my show. But, you know, I'm just looking at YouTube videos of fighting, you know, and stuff and just still when I watch it, my adrenaline is just keep rushing. So I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, I should do it again. So, and then I was just, last year, I started with uh, this freestyle wrestling competition of Korea. And I got the gold medal. So I was like, oh, I'm still alive. So, and I said, just, just, you know, called my old uh, chairman of the kickboxing association. And I did the kickboxing tournament. And I got the gold medal again. So I was like, all right. I feel like I should do MMA again, but not this time, not the illegal cage fighting, mm. just professional legal cage fighting. So I did a lot, a uh, couple of semi, semi-pro, you know, the MMA fighting, or like F2 MMA. Yeah, that was the beginning of my new chapter of MMA life. You made your professional debut at Arzalet 3 last summer. You fought. Belter veteran Kleber Luciano, you finished him easily in 38 seconds. Did that fight happen as you expected? Yes, somehow it was very weird, but yes. You have like this unusual flow in the cage and the, yeah. your style is different from traditional Muay Thai or kickboxing. Could you describe your style? Yeah, my style is, well, actually, I investigate a lot of, you know, fighting technique from, like, such as Tekken, you know, the PlayStation game, and sometimes, like, comic book. I'm pretty sure many fighters are actually doing that. But I was, like, pretty into it since I was in middle school. And that just made me, and, like, I don't know, I feel comfortable when I'm doing, like, my own flow. So I did, I started with Muay Thai and kickboxing. That's, that's true. But yeah, because of a lot of investigating a game techniques and stuff. And so that's why I'm so different. I think. So you're basically creating a video game character for yourself. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you fought in a small cage in a nightclub, like, Octagon, it's the biggest nightclub, it's the best nightclub in Seoul. How was that feeling? 
Yeah. Um, well, I gotta say it was remarkable. The atmosphere, and it's pretty unusual because normally in a MMA fight, the audience were like around us. But this time, audience were like in the second floor and third floor, like looking down on me. I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? And just, it's like kind of like comic book, right? So I liked it even more. Yeah, was it was kind of like a movie. Yeah, it was like a movie, like fighting movie. Some, some like undisputed or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Now you're going to return back to that same place, back to the same promotion. You're going to fight for the interim featherweight title against Bruno Povoso. What do you know about your opponent? Oh, uh, yeah, I typed his name in YouTube. Actually, a lot of fight came out, so I watched a couple of video in his team is, you know, the shoot box, which is famous from like former like champion Anderson Silva and Vanderlei Silva. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty tough, you know, they're they're good at striking. Since they're Brazilian, their grappling is pretty good too. And I saw his fight. Uh he won 13 times and there is no decision actually. It's like half his KO and half his uh submission usually from like ninja choke, which is pretty unusual. So he's pretty interesting and not like clever. He's, I think he's trying to strike with me, which is a bad decision. And his striking angle and stuff is pretty like normal fighter, which is, I mean, I respect it. It's pretty good. He showed from his record, but my angle is pretty different, so, well, well, we'll see. So this type of fight, the style that he brings, it's pretty exciting. It's a good matchup, don't you think? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm very excited. So how have you been preparing for this fight? Just same routine. I don't do, like, extra training. Just... I care about more mental, so I'm like just, yeah, but when I think deeply that I'm, I get like too excited. So like my friends like having a hard time, my girlfriend too, so I'm just like kind of, just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm gonna press that switch, that button on the fight day. So yeah, my, my I don't prepare for a lot, you know, a lot of things. I just do the same thing, just sparring usually. Sometimes just jogging, yeah, that's it. I saw that you recently went down to Thailand. Did you get some training in while you were there? Oh yeah, that was actually pretty random. Uh, that was just normal trip to Bali first. And then on the way home, I stayed in Bangkok for like two days. But then I searched, there's a legendary champion, Sanchai's gym is over there, right? The Yokao. So I was like, damn, I should visit. And I went there and actually, yeah, I introduced them. Yeah, I'm a MMA fighter and I could just do some like one hour session from the one of the 70 kilo champion, Yi So he hold a pad for me and 
I got some like Muay Thai advice, which I know actually, but still I was being humble because yeah, he's like, his career is more than me. So yeah, it was really good experience, but it was random. I saw that you took a picture with Sanchai. He's a legend. Yes, yes I did. He's like, I was like, um, can I take a picture? And he's like, oh, you're strong. You're a champion. So I was like, whoa, you calling me champion? No, man, you're the champion. Whoa. I'm like baby. And he's like laughing. He kind of speak English. So it was really, it was really fun. Yeah, he's a, he's a very cool guy. I met him a couple years ago when he came oh. to Korea uh, for some Muay Thai festival or something. And a very yeah. humble guy. He's like a normal guy you could see on the street. You don't even think that he would be Sanchai. Exactly. Now, this fight, how do you expect this fight to go down? Um, first round knockout. I could see from the vision again. So I'm just going to try to make it happen. All right. November 24th, Seoul, South Korea. Arzalet 4. Kevin Park yes. will face Bruno Hovoso for the interim featherweight title. Thank you, Kevin, for your time, and uh, good luck on your fight, man. You're always welcome. Thank you.